Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger, and today is Monday, June 26th, 2017. This is episode two, Respect for Others. Over the years, with a last name like Rausenberger, you can imagine all the different variations that I've heard from people of all ages. But for students, because my name is so long, a lot of them have just simply called me Mr. R. And I actually tied in the Mr. R component into something else that's been a really critical piece of my teaching and my classroom management when I've been in a public school setting. And that is respect, specifically the three R's, respect for others, respect for the environment, and respect for yourself. And when I start off any school year, these are the most important things that I make very clear to all of the children on how we all need to be better people. Let's first discuss respecting others. There's a lot of evidence that this can be traced back to our childhood. A lot of it has to do with our upbringing. Think back to when you were a child. Who were your role models? Who were the important people in your life? What mattered to you the most? What made you happy? And what was your environment like? When you think about all of those different things, did any of these words come to mind? Profanity, yelling, hatred, racism, violence. It doesn't always come from those closest to you. You could be thrust in an environment that is inappropriate for a child, or you may be constantly exposed to various forms of the media, whether it's the TV, computer, an iPad, and so on. With most children, this type of behavior becomes acceptable. And unless there's exposure to someone or something out there to tell the child differently, it's going to stay with them, possibly for the rest of their lives. You've probably seen the situation. I certainly have. You walk into a supermarket. You see a three-year-old throwing a temper tantrum. And they start using four-letter words. And you know what type of four-letter words I'm talking about. And you're shocked. And you say to yourself, where did they hear those words? How do they know those words? Do they even know what those words mean? I've had situations where third graders, second graders, first graders, will have no fear and freely use those words on playgrounds or even right in school. And it's not always to garner attention. For some of them, it just becomes part of their vocabulary, and it seems like it's acceptable, and for some of them, they may think it's cool. Beyond your words, 
Maybe you witness other people never holding doors for others. You're probably not likely to do the same when you get older. If someone did not tell you over and over that we use those magic words, please and thank you, how likely are you to use them? I issued a challenge to over 400 students last school year. And I said to every single class, when you go into the cafeteria and you receive your lunch, I want you to make sure to say thank you. And I made it a point to go up to the cafeteria workers to ask them at the end of the week if they could guesstimate the percentage of children that actually did that. And in some cases, the children just had me in class and just went on to the cafeteria to have lunch. The cafeteria workers told me that, to be fair, they would say about 10 to 15% actually said it. And it was only a small increase. Now, I don't think badly of the children at all. It just goes to show that it was the way that many of them were raised. And I don't harbor any ill feelings toward their parents or their guardians or whatever their situation was. But I have seen children who do say please and thank you on an everyday basis. And it shouldn't be the exception. It should be the rule. The reason why the first 12 years of the lives of children are so critically important is because they start going through mental, emotional, and physical changes in their preteen and teenage years. And to be perfectly honest, that's a really tough time to start teaching them right from wrong in terms of all the things we just discussed. I can speak from experience. From ages 12 to 16, I made a lot of questionable or outright poor decisions. Yet I always knew in the back of my mind what I was doing was wrong. Yes, it impacted family members. Yes, it impacted friends and teachers. And it caused some harm to those relationships. In some cases, it may have been irreparable harm. And years later, I did everything I could to try to make amends with as many people as possible. It's never too late to say, I'm sorry. It's never too late to acknowledge everything you did wrong and make it a teachable moment for someone else. Remember, once you say something, you can never take it back. Every day, think about the impact that your words and actions have on others.